are listening to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training. Welcome to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training Podcast. My name is Daniel Davis. I'm the team leader for the Gospel Project for Adults. This week we're looking at Unit 13, Session 2, titled Ahab's Idolatry. For the context of this session, we are coming off last session where we looked at Jeroboam's initial actions as king over the northern kingdom of Israel, in which he led his people into idolatry and set the kingdom on a bad path immediately. And because of that, his whole house ended up being wiped out as a result of God's judgment against Jeroboam. The kings of Israel that followed him failed to restore the kingdom to a healthy place. They continued in that form of idolatry. And over and over again, they walked in the ways of Jeroboam, as the scripture says, in the ways of idolatry and sinfulness. With each passing king, it seemed to be getting worse. And then comes King Ahab. And with Ahab, things get taken up to another level. The Bible says about Ahab that he did more evil than all the others. That is the subject of point one that we look at in this session. And so often, as goes the king, so goes the people. The people followed along with that idolatry, did not seem to balk at it at all. But in God's mercy and grace, as we will see in this session, he sent messengers and prophets to speak truth and to call his people to repentance. His aim was to spare them from judgment. But some would listen and others would not. So as we get into point two, we are introduced to an important character in this narrative in Scripture, and that's the prophet Elijah. We are moved along in our passage in point two to look at, to be exposed to, to experience a face-off one of the most amazing face-offs in the entire Bible, in which one man, the prophet Elijah, stands alone against 450 prophets of Baal. Now, this isn't a a physical battle. It is a spiritual one in which the stakes are whoever, whichever God shows up is, will be declared the one true God over the northern kingdom of Israel. So, in reality, it's not a battle between these prophets. It's a battle between the one true God and the false gods of Baal and Asherah that Ahab had set up. And in point three, we will see the conclusion of the challenge where God makes his existence and his power abundantly clear to the people. And the result is, thankfully, them recognizing the reality of God and choosing to fall on their face and worship him alone. Now, for the curriculum aspect of this podcast, uh, I want to encourage you, again, if you have the leader pack, to make use of pack items three and four. These are, uh, they've got the same title, The Divided Kingdom. One is a poster, one is a handout. Poster for your class room, your room wherever your group meets. And then the handout is a corresponding content of that to be able to hand out. The idea behind these two items is one of the most helpful, I think, in all of the Gospel Project to help make sense of the kings and the prophets and the books of the Bible together to see their correlation, to see where they are. So 
really it helps with the narrative and the timeline. The handout is an 11 by 17 piece of paper that you can copy. You've got the permission to be able to do so. You can make copies of it and hand that out to your group members, and I think that would be very valuable and helpful for them as they are doing their devotional reading. Encourage them to do their devotion devotions in the DDG each week, the Daily Discipleship Guide. And the, having this handy will be able to, they'll be able to see where the kings and the prophets fall and know kind of the general timeline of this section of Scripture through the Old Testament. So that's pack items three and four. Additionally, uh, we have, as a part of our curriculum, we have a doctrinal focus each, each session. And in this one, we deal with the problem of evil, which most likely you've heard as being framed as if God is, if God is all-powerful, if God is all-good, if God knows all things, then why is there evil in the world? The idea behind it is, if God is all-powerful, he should be able to stop evil. If God knows all things, then clearly he knows there's evil there. If God is all-good, then he should want to stop evil. And so, if evil exists, then God must not. That's the idea behind the problem of evil. But that takes for granted a few things, one of which is that we are not God. And we don't know all things. We don't know what is best. With the problem of evil, what we come to in the doctrinal explanation is that we as believers, we as Christians, we trust the God of the Bible to do what is good and right in His time. It is clear, looking at God raising up Jeroboam over the kingdom of Israel, He set him up as king, and yet if God knows, and He does, that Jeroboam was going to sin, why would He do that? We cannot give a concrete answer to that, but we trust that God knows what He's doing. And it is clear from Scripture that God ordains circumstances. It's clear from Scripture that God allows evil to occur and to run its course for a time. But that's the point. It's for a time. So as point one gets to, and all of Scripture gets to, it is clear that God will not abide evil forever. God, in His timing, in His good, perfect will, God will judge evil and sin and set all things right. And while we may be in the midst of hard times and questioning what God is doing, Scripture, Jesus, the cross, the testimony of God's actions helps us to know that God is trustworthy and He is for us and He is working all things together for our good, as Romans 8.28 says. So as we wrap up this podcast, remembering that we always want to be pointing to Christ as a part of our sessions, part of teaching this content and material, you can focus in on the person of Elijah, who was a prophet of God, clearly used by God in amazing ways to do miracles, to draw people back to himself. But Elijah is not the prophet that the Bible speaks of that the Bible points to. Elijah is a prophet in a line that points forward to someone greater than himself. He faced opposition and persecution as a part of his life, 
And in fact, after this event with the prophets of Baal, Queen Jezebel threatens Elijah's life. She, uh, she makes a vow that, he's, that he will die the next day. And Elijah runs. When threatened by Jezebel, he runs away in fear and despair, even though he had just been a part of this amazing display of God's power. He ran. But Elijah's bold and faithful example on Carmel points forward to Jesus, who is the greatest prophet, the prophet the scriptures point to, who endured opposition and rejection. He did not run from it. He faced it because of the purpose of doing so, which was to deliver God's words of life to us, to deliver us from sin, and to give us eternal life. Jesus is the prophet we should hold in the highest esteem. And just like the people of Israel fell down crying out that the Lord God, He is the Lord, He is the Lord, we should be crying out to Jesus in the same way. He is our Lord. He is our Savior. He gave His life to save us. I hope you're able to encourage your groups through this session to worship Jesus. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Adults. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.